Welcome to our new episode. We're Honest Iceland, your Icelandic friends from Iceland and from Germany. Every week we share with you great stories, little known mysteries and how to explore the island like a pro. Get to know its inhabitants, their everyday life and what makes Iceland so unique. Honestly, I think this episode is going to be pretty our our amazing to celebrate the beginning of the northern lights season let's be honest um which is the reason why we have so many tourists here in Iceland it's because you heard about the northern lights well guess what you're going to hear even more about them in this episode now, as I just touched on, the Northern Lights season just started recently. Um, we're going to go a little bit over how to find them. Um, general, general tips to know a little bit for like what you're looking for. And we will, we will make sure that you have an epic Northern Lights journey. Um, now, the, the, reason, the reason why we talk about this being the beginning of the northern lights season uh that this is not because the northern lights go away or go on holiday or anything like that it's just because here in iceland they're also covid affected yes they're covid <laughs> they are in quarantine no no northern lights <laughs> for 14 <laughs> days um no it's not they they don't go on holiday in spain or anything like that it's just because in the summer it's way too bright all the time. So even if there is activity, you just cannot see it. So that's why we talk about this as the start of the Northern Lights season because it's finally getting dark again. Yeah, so it's it's a really common thing that people just go online and they read about Northern Lights. Then they book a flight to Iceland and they want to come. So they show up here mid-July wondering where these goddamn northern lights are so this is one at least a question i have got many 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 times when are the northern lights on and this is this is exceptionally good when people come here in the summer because there's just no chance of them seeing the northern lights and other than other than in a movie, in a movie. <laughs> or on force <laughs> but also when people come in the winter and they ask us like when the northern lights are on so i don't know i don't know what they what they think about it uh, but they they definitely haven't uh, researched it a lot if you're ending up in a complete northern lights no show we recommend you to visit Petlan, the largest nature exhibit in Iceland. And Petlan is also home of the first and only planetarium in Iceland. And right now, there is a movie 
documentary called Aurora, which I've seen because I worked for quite a bit at Patlan. I've seen this show for about 200 times and I can guarantee you it's still nice to see this movie. So the experience of this movie is really immersive and it's the closest you can get to see the Northern Lights. And a lot of people that I've talked to are hesitating because they don't want to ruin their their experience in nature. But I wouldn't say it ruins your experience. It just prepares you even better and just gives you the chance to 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 know kind of what you're looking for. Yeah, and I I, I never inter- understood this when people say when people talk about it ruining experience because it's like. You know, it's like, ah, I saw a movie about space. Now my <laughs> space experience is ruined. It's like, why would it ruin it? Ruin it? And it's the same with the with the Icelandic people when when they say when they say we don't want to see a movie about the Northern Lights. We have we can see them in the sky, and it's like, yes, but it's probably not the same. Yeah, so it's it's just good that we say that that. Even though you see the movie, that does not mean you have seen Northern Lights. But it means it, it, it still shows you what you will experience, if you're lucky. And it will just tell you a little bit about the Northern Lights. So there's also another option to go to Aurora Base Camp, which is pretty, pretty new. It's close to Hapnafjöru, which is closer to the airport. And I haven't been there myself, but I've talked to friends that visited Aurora Base Camp and they said it was pretty cool, uh, really knowledgeable guides. Um, Even if you don't see the Northern Lights, they also have this place to get a feeling how they look like and you learn a lot there and then you can also visit the aurora museum at the (laughs) harbor yeah which is probably the the least attractive option out of these three because the aurora museum is pretty it's like you know it's like this old school museum type of thing you know this like photos and text and I think they have one video. Yeah, they have a they have a video. And they have very unimpressive virtual reality. <laughs> I guess. At least when we were there, maybe it's it like this. Since then. It's like this Samsung A5 <laughs> clip-on virtual <laughs> reality, <laughs> like uh, 480 pixels, like. Uh, okay. To to be fair. If you're really enthusiastic about Northern Lights, then you should go to the museum because yeah, you can I mean, learn just a go, go lot everywhere. about it. <coughs> and one feature they have is you can learn how to take pictures of them. They have they have some simulations where you can try with your camera um, the different modes and the uh, the ISO and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, like it's it's fun. It's, it's just not cra- it's, just, it's not crazy. It wouldn't impressive. be our first pick no, to do. No. But if you're here in the summer and you have some time to kill, I mean why not? Yeah, I mean if you're in Reykjavik, you're at the harbor, give it a go. 
Um, but of course, yeah. So like we say, if you want a like quick and knowledgeable experience, I definitely just pop into Perlan. What's the movie? Um, if you wanna, if you wanna try to see the actual Northern Lights, and if you wanna talk to like experts, then I would check out the Aurora Base Camp because I've heard that they are pretty. Yeah. They they are like almost specialists yes. in the Aurora field. gonna test this out in the upcoming winter so for you to see the most beautiful auroras in a lifetime what you have to do is first you got to check the aurora forecast it's like a weather forecast for auroras yeah for the for sunlight activity or solar you could have all the other conditions in perfect alignment. Like the sky is clear. It's in the middle of the winter. It's pretty dark. But if there's zero activity, your chances are very low. Although I think two days ago, when when everybody on social media, at least I've seen that, got crazy about the first Northern Lights this season, which I missed uh there was no activity really there was maybe a two and so the activity can be seen from two websites that we recommend you to check first one is called aurora forecast iceland so it's auroraforecast.is so you have a scale on this website that goes from 0 to 9 with a needle that shows you, depending on which time you choose, what the prediction of the activity is, the KP index. index yeah, but the, from this side, it's all centered, centered around Iceland. So the... The difference in the KP index will give you, uh, uh, it will tell you a little bit how strong you might see the auroras and the the odds of the colors you might see them. So if you have KP index 9, for example, then you might see them yeah. red, like completely red. The the thing with the northern lights, it's uh, it's a magnetic field, which operates kind of like a it's kind of like a circle, and it can be very narrow or it can be very wide. So sometimes you cannot see them from Iceland, and it's because the field is too narrow and it just barely barely reaches, like Greenland, um, Alaska, maybe Canada, and some stuff like this, and then it can be super white and then it can reach over germany Mm -hmm. and the uk and the uk as well um and that's generally pretty rare um but of course if you're here in iceland you don't really care if the if there are northern lights activities in germany or not so you just want to check out the the two sites which are the aurora forecast.is and the weather page weather.is because they will tell you local, locally based how it's going. So basically these three 
conditions have to be right. The KP needs to be at least three here in Iceland to be able to see the Northern Lights. You need clear skies, so no cloud coverage. And it has to be winter. It has to be dark and also best to stay away from the city lights. So find an area which is not super hard here in Reykjavik. Find an area without light pollution. Yeah, but just remember that this is, after all, a forecast. So even though they might tell you that it's very unlikely to happen or that it's really likely to happen, there are still no guarantees. And then there are, of course, different options you can choose. You can go on a hunt by yourself, which means either you walk around Reykjavik and find some darker spots. We have seen pretty nice auroras at the harbor area, close to Harpa. And I mean that was that was pretty perfect, I think, because we went to we went to the new dumpling restaurant <laughs> down on Grandi and just had really nice dinner. And then just when we walked out the restaurant, it was just very nice show of northern lights. I yes. would say right out the door, but in the sky. <laughs> so there are spots in Reykjavik that have pretty good conditions to see northern lights. And also you have to look in a specific direction. So it's better at some places than others where you just maybe look into the wrong direction. Yeah, it's better best to look north. So we already collected a few places that we are going to link in this episode for you. So you can see what we think is best to do when you're in Reykjavik and you don't want to go outside of the city. But if you have a car, there's no specific spot, I would say. We hear this question so many times that travelers ask, where should I go exactly? It really doesn't matter. What matters the most is that you don't stop in the middle of the road when you see Northern Lights. It's such a common mistake that, that travelers make that they stop when they see Northern Lights just anywhere. It's very dangerous. Always keep in mind to stop at a parking lot and stop somewhere where it's safe. Yeah. I I will never I will never forget when I was driving. We me and my mom went to we went to Lögavan to Fontana. And when we were driving back we had this like blind hill, which is just like a hill where you can't really see the road ahead. And just as soon as we got over the hill, then just like 300 meters away, there was just a car that was just completely stop on the middle of the road. No warning lights or anything. And we managed to turn to the other lane. Thankfully, there was another lane. Because in Iceland, on the off-roads, you're usually doing 90 kilometers per hour and when we drove past this person she was just texting in the car so probably s jumped out to get the great picture and then doing the Instagram hashtags were there in not the, the lights? Car. no it was brightest day I don't know what she was looking at 
probably a sheep <laughs> that she thought was a polar bear. <laughs> she was reporting to the authorities. <laughs> Achtung, yeah, so Achtung. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say this is one of the most important things. Um, there are always reports every year of the police stopping people that are driving like they're completely insane or drunk, figuring out that it's because of the northern lights. Yeah. People drive yeah, they're very just badly. Watching, watching the sky, not yeah. watching the roads. So uh, if you have the chance to get out of the city with your car, you can do that. You can stay in Reykjavik and just walk to the places that we recommend. Or you can book a tour. So I never experienced a tour. Yeah, I've never done a Northern Lights tour. I don't think I don't think that's something you do when you're a local. I don't think you do Northern Lights tours. Yeah, because you? if you're local, you just see them all the time. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you're you don't need a tour for it. But I understand that some visitors really like the idea of a tour because they bring you to the places that are you know more likely to to spot northern lights that are pretty dark although i was reading some funny reviews of of tour companies that just bring the people to a huge parking lot with other tour buses where you have all the lights on and all all uh, people crammed together in one spot but yeah what what i've seen in in snifestness is that when the forecast was good um some some travelers positioned themselves in the most popular spots, which is like Kirkjufell. You know, you see all the the tripods and all the all the people in in huge layers and just waiting. Because what Northern Lights watching is is mainly that you're getting very cold. Yeah, it's like you need to be really patient. And the tour companies, the bus companies, offer you some hot cocoa, hot they chocolate. They better. They better. And you get a voucher if if you're not able to see them. And yeah, like can, I said, they're different, again, yeah. they're different kind of travelers. You're either the, the type of person that just wants to explore and hunt and do everything by yourself. Or you like the comfort of pre-booked tours where you just have to get into a bus. Um, I, I remember when I was whale watching for the first time and I had a, had a group of uh, Chinese people. And they always tend to sleep whenever whenever there is time where nothing special happens, I feel like. And they were all sleeping on the boat, uh, waiting for someone to shout, there's a whale! And then they would all wake up and run upstairs. But uh, I was just upstairs, super excited, on, on the front of the boat all the time. So you see that you have different kind of travelers. And it just depends on what you like. The most, yeah, and I definitely get the get the appeal, uh, appeal that like from the Northern Lights tours that you don't have to drive, you know, because it's like it's late at night. Sometimes the Northern Lights tour stretches into like three o'clock in the night, and then I can really imagine that you don't really want to be driving that whole time. But of course, if you see some amazing Northern Lights. That would definitely be something worth it, at least for a lot of people. One really popular spot here in Reykjavik that is popular for locals and tourists alike 
is Grotta Lighthouse. So if someone asked me what is the spot to go and see Northern Lights, I would mention Grotta, but would say that this is it can even be hard to find a, a spot to park there. Yeah. Because you have hundreds of people if the forecast is good. Yeah, there are many, 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 many. It's just a nice it's just a nice scenery. You can take pictures of the Northern Lights with the lighthouse together and the ocean. Yeah, so it's it's not it's not as epic as getting a photo with Kirkjufell and Northern Lights. I think that's like the I, I guess that's the traveler's goal, I think, because of course Kirkjufell being the most Instagram ball, yeah, mountain I think it's in the Iceland. Most photographed spot in Iceland. I've just, I just see it everywhere. Yeah, I think uh, at least a mountain. I think at least the most photographed mountain. Yeah, in Iceland is Kirkjufell. So my favorite time to observe the Northern Lights, if possible, is when I'm in the hot tub mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, that's true. In a summer house. I think in the pools it's quite hard because there's too much light. But yeah, if you and usually if you have pools to are not open that late. But of course in high winter. You in high see. winter when it gets dark at yeah. four o'clock. Yeah. Um so yeah, if you have the chance to if you're traveling a little bit around the island and you have the chance to book yourself into a kind of summer house. We call it summer house. You can do yeah, it all like year. Cabins. Cabins. Um, cabins in the wood. Summer house. Uh, and you have a hot tub with it, which almost every cabin comes with a hot tub. Then it's perfect to sit in there and watch the the northern lights. And because we here in Iceland, we cannot see the night sky in the summer. I really enjoy when it's dark enough in the winter to see the Milky Way. For me, this is really exciting. You you can see, you know, the outer arm of our galaxy if you if you look up into the sky long enough. Nerd, love it. <laughs> I love it. Can't wait. Where's the winter? Winter time. <laughs> so of course it doesn't help you to say, ah, oh, yeah, you can see gorgeous northern lights just by chance, not by really searching for them. But I always used to say it's best to come to Iceland assuming you will not see Northern Lights. Then you cannot get disappointed. Because it's so disappointing to come here with this huge expectation, especially to expect to see them in this extremely green bright color as in the photos um it's not the same so the the photos obviously if you're a photographer you you would figure that it's because of the long exposure time that's why they look can look much brighter on camera than what you see with your eye but you can see them very bright if the activity if it's if it's strong enough so it mostly starts with something that looks like a cloud. That is something that probably the tour guides will tell you if you if you book a tour or the people at the base camp. So sometimes in the beginning after moving to Iceland I wasn't sure if I'm looking at the cloud or the beginning of Northern Lights. So I took a picture with my camera to see if it's green or if it's white so I knew if it's Northern Lights or not. Yeah, it was really it was really funny. I had a I had a conversation with an Irish guy 
that uh, came out of the planetarium film, the Perlin planetarium film. And he asked, asked me, are the, you know, is the thing that you're showing in the planetarium, is this real? Are these real colors? And I said, yes, these are real colors of the Northern Lights, because in the movie they mostly have it green. And I said, yeah, 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 this is the real thing. You know, you can you can see it green. It's like the most common color you would see the Northern Lights is green. And he and he told me, he told me, oh, I thought this whole Northern Lights thing was a hoax, because when I went on my Northern Lights tour, and this is this is how he said it. He said like I just saw this gray shit. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, like, yeah, it was just like a, a gray shit cloud. And they were telling me that this was the Northern Lights. And he was not happy with it. And he was like, he, he told me, like, if I wouldn't have seen this movie and heard you confirm to me that this is how it's supposed to be, I was going to go home and tell all my friends that this Northern Lights crap is just a hoax. <laughs> this is hilarious. It's super funny. He was so, like... Where was I, he from? Ireland. Okay. But they have Northern Lights there, but right? Sometimes. I, ap- apparently, this guy <laughs> this guy does not live in a Northern Lights city. <laughs> I mean... But he was really... I, I, I cannot imagine his disappointment in the... Like, when... When he went on this tour and you saw gray shit. But I would say this kind of sucks. If you book a tour and you will get a voucher if you don't see the Northern Lights. And then you just see the faintest Northern Lights ever. And they would say, okay, you've seen it. Bye bye. Yeah, but I don't know if that's what happened. Mm. It's just he just told me that all he saw was just some gray shit. (laughs) Yeah, it all starts with... It normally starts with something that is moving. You can see it moving. That's why I recommend you to uh, look on YouTube for real-time Northern Lights because what most videos have is a time-lapse. And I, before I s- s- have seen Northern Lights in nature, I, I watched YouTube videos in real-time because I just wanted to see how it looks like in real-time without time-lapse and without the, the speed and everything, just... In real time. And I can 100% confirm that Northern Lights, no hoax. I've seen them even purple. But I've seen them purple just for a few seconds. That's the thing about Northern Lights. Sometimes it just appears for a few moments. You don't even have time to realize what's happening around you to get your camera out or whatever. And it's over. Yeah. But it's it's a nice experience because, see, I'm telling you about this now. I still remember this moment, when it was, what time it was, where I was going, where I was coming from. And it's just good to sometimes just remember things. You don't always need proof Yeah, but I, pictures. I, I remember as well when I was going. It was in my, in my elementary school days. We were going home from football. And it was like... We we were just we were just walking home and the northern lights were crazy. They were like shining green and purple in like a mixture, and they were so strong. And we were in the middle of the city, in the middle of Reykjavik. 
So how are you reacting as an Icelander when you see Northern Lights so bright and so spectacular? I mean, it was still pretty impressive. We were we were at least looking at it for quite a while because it was just so uniquely strong. You know, I've seen it purple a few times, but I've never seen it as strong as then. But I've never seen them or not yet seen them red. I haven't I, seen red auroras. I cannot believe that they exist in red. Because I... See, yeah, see, yeah, it's yeah. Like they, 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 do, they do. If you don't see it, you don't believe it. I'm like, really? Can they be red? I just see this sometimes on, on photos, on cameras. Maybe it's just when people play with Photoshop too much. No, no, no. no. <laughs> they, they are red. They're, I, I think they're, there must be red aurora. It must be a really hoax. <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen it but yeah but the thing is like the the problem is it's so inconsistent um the northern lights and that's why we usually recommend to go and look at something else as well so this is why we recommend at least i personally this is why i recommend when people learn Reykjavik to go to the lighthouse because at least you can look at the lighthouse and i mean like it's not a spectacular lighthouse but at least you see something. And the same goes for the presidential place, Bessestad. I sometimes recommend people to go there because it's pretty pretty out, out like, you know, out in nature. You just go there, not a lot of light pollution. Yeah, it's a it's a nice scenery as well. Yeah. And you can you can at least look at the president's house and maybe you see northern lights, maybe you don't. Same Maybe you the see the president and Northern Lights. Yeah, that would be amazing. So you take a selfie with the president with Northern Lights yeah. behind you. Like, I think yeah. then like life, high, life. High-fiving with unicorns in the background. <laughs> this is the height of luxury. So, so yeah, even though it's not like amazing sceneries, then just like if you go and you see Northern Lights on the way, that would be amazing. Uh, now, we have a few places that we recommend from outside the capital area. Um, that would be Vík í Mýrdal. So, it's just Vík in the south of Iceland. Mm-hmm. Black Sand Beach. The Black and Sand Beach. Zipline, if you're, on a <laughs> if you're like an adrenaline junkie. Uh, they have an amazing brewery. Um, and it's like a, it, it's, it's a really nice town to go visit. And just recently, I read that there is a bus that serves coffee. Mm. Might be something you want to check out. Maybe better than cafe. Some, something for the coffee snobs that we are. Yeah. So <laughs> it, on photos, it looked better than cafe petite. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into serious <coughs> trouble by by talking about cafe petite. But it, they're not happy. Um. Then we have Vopnafjörður in the north of Iceland. Uh, the reason why we say why I say this because the the person uh, at the hotel in B- the Blue Lagoon, he said that the strongest northern lights he had seen yeah. was from his hometown in Vopnafjörður. Yeah, I so, remember. So so I just need to trust him on that one. Uh, but north of Iceland in general is a pretty good place to go. Yeah, they have less big cities, less light pollution. Yeah, and it's the north. And then, of course, Röyfarhöp, yeah. the Arctic Hench. Yeah. I think this is the top place.
place, but please don't just go there to take pictures of Northern Lights. It's the most uh, far away remote place that you can drive from yeah. Reykjavik. Super Probably far eight away. hours drive. I just think so. Yeah, I think so. It's in the in the corner of the north east. East, yeah. So pretty much the furthest from Reykjavik you can get. Yeah, it's really far away. And it also appears in our Northern Lights movie, Aurora, here at Petra. Yes. So, um, if you want to do something a little bit closer to the city, we in recommend... Petra. Yes, exactly. National Park. Yeah. The National Park. Because it's it's just an amazing place to go to and go visit. I mean, the National Park, it's so, it's so beautiful. And it's so big that you will probably not encounter people just next to you building their tripod and taking the best spot or something. And if you want to be in nature and in a hot tub, you can go to Seljavatloik. So insider knowledge about this place is uh, I talked to a farmer that lives in a farm situated below this pool. And he says that since it's not uh, reachable with a car, you have to walk there, all the trash that people leave there has to be taken down by someone. And back then when I talked to him, which is a few years back, there was no one really responsible for that. So no one cleaned the area around. So, yeah, he took some of the trash down, but he also says the pool itself is only cleaned once a year. And, well, after talking to him, it wasn't really that appealing to to go and take a bath in there. Because, let's say, someone would accidentally put something in this pool that doesn't belong there. Uh, You wouldn't realize and you wouldn't know, so... It's a nice location, especially for photographers. If you're brave enough, I recommend you go there, sit in the pool, have your camera next to you and just wait for the northern lights to appear. But like I said, it should only be done when the weather is okay, when there's no winter storm, because you have to hike back and forth. There's no way to uh, park there, just parking close by. But last but not least... Probably the most amazing place you could go if you see Northern Lights would be Jökulsárlón. Yes, because I then the green light reflects in the ice and in yeah. the water. Yeah, and I think that that must be amazing. I haven't, I haven't, haven't experienced that. But when I do, I'm gonna see them in red. <laughs> so that's that's all the information you need. Yeah, pretty much. And now you're perfectly prepared to have an amazing Northern Lights experience either in nature or... At home. At home. (laughs) Or through a documentary. It doesn't matter. Um, Just come to Iceland. Enjoy everything you can see. uh, Hope for the best. And don't have high expectations. And then you're going to have a wonderful trip. Yeah. If COVID is over. And if you're crazy desperate to see Northern Lights, I would recommend buying 
Northern Lights wallpaper and put it on the ceiling at home. <laughs> then you can have Northern Lights on demand every day. Yay! <laughs> All right. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Um, stay tuned for our next episode next week with an amazing topic that we don't want to reveal yet. Stay tuned.